Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is August 24th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Anchor or Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $11,382.04 for a no gain, no loss. Second place, Ethereum settling at $383.85 for a 0.6% loss. Third place, we have Tether settling at $1 for a no gain, no loss. Fourth place, XRP Ripple settling at $0.27 for a 1% loss. Fifth place, Chainlink at $15.05 for a 2.8% gain. And in sixth place we have polka dot with uh, settling at six dollars and 17 cents for a another 14.7 percent gain wow they're doing really good if you're holding polka dot you're doing real good seventh place we have bitcoin cash settling at 273 dollars and 64 cents for a 0.6 percent loss Let's see, 8th place, Litecoin settling at $57.74 for a 0.5% loss. 9th place, Cardano settling at $0.11 for a no gain, no loss. 10th place, we have Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision, settling at $189.89 for a 1.1% loss. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10. You know, Polkadot's... Seems like everyday Polkadot just continues to rise. They're already up 110% in just a week. That's insane. That's insane money. That's a lot of coin. Your overall total market is at $371.3 billion, up by 0.4%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, Cryptonauts. As another friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. And don't forget to collect your daily candies, which I'm about to do right now. There you go. Alright, first news is California, where I reside, California, United States of America, where I reside, is still on fire. There's a lot of smoke, a lot of fires, buildings burned down, people are dying due to the fire and I am a regular runner I, I, I run and jog outdoors outdoors every every day every day rain or shine day or night fire smoke whatever I run outdoors every day this smoke is finally getting to me this just blanket of just cloud I'm so done with it. I'm done. I'm so exhausted from it. I just came back from my run right now, and it just... I feel worn out. My throat just... I, I feel like my my 
my lungs are just filled with smoke. It just, it's horrible. It's horrible. Even with the mask on, I try to use a mask to protect myself from the smoke, but it's just not, it's not helping. I'm just so worn out from it. But thank God to the firefighters that we have all around uh, the states, not just our state, but other states that are coming in to help out. So thank them for doing the work, the hard work that they do. All right, starting off with our crypto news with uh, one from Sharyuwa Malwa. Arrested Hong Kong billionaires, newspapers turns to Bitcoin. Weeks after Jimmy Lai, the outspoken China critic and founder of Hong Kong tabloid Apple Daily, was arrested and later released on bail by authorities in Hong Kong. As part of the ongoing trussle over the controversial security law, his paper delivered a political statement involving Bitcoin. Quote, Bitcoin will never ditch you, said the full page ad on the front page of Apple today. It further added in Cantonese, banks, it's not your it's not you ditching me today, it's me ditching you. What? It's insane. Lai's arrest earlier this month came as a shock for some political observers. His stance on pro-democracy and his paper with a daily online readership of 500,000 found massive supporters who vowed to fight on after his arrest. The ad took aim at the city's banks, which, as per early reports, are claiming are clamping down on customers supporting Hong Kong's independence. It wrote, nobody can stop you from transacting on the network and it cannot be shut down. Bitcoin is available to anyone regardless of their gender, identity, or beliefs. And there's a couple photos with, uh, wow, that's, see now that's, that's that's an ad right there. A big symbolic Bitcoin symbol right in the middle of the paper. Bitcoin will never ditch you. Wow, that's awesome. I wish I had a copy of that just to keep in the, keep on, you know, for the historical records. All right, next news, written by Liam Frost. BitMEX grants $40,000 to developers of Bitcoin scalability project. Crypto exchange BitMEX parent company, the 100X Group, has awarded a one-year grant of $40,000 to the developers of Bitcoin Unspent Transaction Outputs, UTXO, Scalability Solution, Utrexo. (laughs) An unspent transaction output is created when someone sends a Bitcoin transaction. If they have two Bitcoin and want to send just one, then both coins are moved, one sent to the destination and the other returned to the original person. As a UTXO, it's just how Bitcoin works. Essentially, UTXOs are a pool of all currently spendable Bitcoins or user balances. Every Bitcoin node is required to maintain the current UTXO records to be able to validate new transactions and spend coins. While these records are much smaller than Bitcoin's full transaction history, taking up around around 4 gigabytes of space instead of the 300 gigabytes, their size may become a major scalability bottleneck in the future according to the blog post. What is Utrexo? Developed by Calvin Kim, Utrexo aims to preemptively excuse me, preemptively saw this issue. Utrexo is a hash-based accumulator which allows unspent outputs to be compressed into smaller sizes. There is no loss of security. Instead, the burden of keeping track of the funds is shifted to the owner of those funds, the blog post explained. With Utrexo, the holder of the funds maintains a proof that the funds exist and provides the proof when spending the coins, it added. 
Utrexo compresses these proofs under one kilobyte and provides a long-term scalability solution as the size grows, albeit very slow, the announcement added. Okay, that's a, that's a good thing. That's good. That's cool. Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. Man allegedly buys $27,000 of ecstasy with Bitcoin in India. Kraman24 has been arrested after allegedly purchasing $27,000 worth of ecstasy pills in exchange for Bitcoin in India, the, the, according to the Times of India. The drugs were sent from Frankfurt around the end of July, bearing a false address, according to the report. Brahman was due to receive the illegal goods through the foreign post office in Chamarajpet. The parcel itself contains 750 gray and brown colored pills, which were confirmed as ecstasy, otherwise known as MDMA. The parcel was inspected on July 31st, according to the Times of India. After, nar- after the Narcotics Control Bureau confirmed the drugs, the Bureau's Bang- Bangalore Zonal Director Amit Gawate led an investigation to track the receiver down. After 19 days of searching, Rahman was found. Rahman had on previous occasions ordered the drugs to receive them at the city's FPO before selling them at parties among youngsters, mostly college students, said an, invest- said an investigating officer. Held in- under the Narcotics, Drugs, and Psych- Psych- Psychotropic Substance Acts, Rahman is now in judicial custody. Okay. A good thing. Next news written by Forecast News Staff. Ripple co-founder warns the U.S. could lose a tech cold war with China. Chris Larson, co-founder and, exe- and executive chairman of blockchain-powered remittance network Ripple, has authored an op-ed claiming that the United States and China all are already embroiled in a technological cold war. According to Larson, China's dominance in cryptocurrency and finance could be a major front in the future battles between the two countries. Larson, Larson argued that the U.S. dollar hegemony over global financial systems might lose out in the face of technological advancements in cryptocurrencies and the use of digital wallets, blockchain technology, and interoper- interoperability. Interop- Interoperably, uh, interoperability protocols. Jeez, that's a that's a complicated word. That he suggests creates an opportunity for China to leapfrog over traditional dollar-led financial systems through its use of mobile payments, including its digital currency electronic payment (DCEP) systems that the state-controlled electronic yuan designed to help internationalize the currency. All right, next news written by Will Heisman. Cosmos adds 10% as it smashes its all-time highs. After a stellar month, Cosmo is on another tear, gaining 10% in the last 24 hours and breaking past the $8 mark for the first time. The, the majority of Adam's gains were made in the last three days, with its price point climbing from a dip of $5.50 on August 23rd to the top of $8.46 earlier this morning. As of press time, Adam's price is managing to remain just above the $8 line. Good. It's always good news. Next news. Written by Scott Cipollina. Hawaii and Beijing work together on blockchain governance platform. Hawaii has partnered with Beijing government to create a new 
blockchain-powered public directory, according to a report by Jintai News. The Chinese tech giant has called con- caused controversy in the West, facing alle- allegations that their products could facilitate Chinese spying around the world. Cyber espionage and data protection inspired a U.S. ban of Hawaii products in the late 2018. But this hasn't stopped the tech company from pursuing new opportunities in China, including the first domestic attempt at applying blockchain to data governance. The report said this blockchain solution is designed to be the people-oriented and beneficial for the city's inhabitants. In other words, the joint venture blockchain platform will target the areas of day-to-day city procedures that are not effective or transparent. Among the anticipated solutions will be improvements to the city's healthcare infrastructure, which has been exposed by the outbreak of COVID-19. The report suggests that the blockchain-powered solutions can predict trends of epidemics in advance, using data from each hospital in the city to coordinate medical responses. Well, that's interesting. Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. The Bank for International Settlements takes a look at digital currency. The Bank for International Settlements that serves as a bank for the central banks has issued a report on central banks' digital currencies, CBDCs. Today, it claimed they are growing in digitized economies, but their reason for their growth differs from country to country. The the, Excuse me. The report's key finding are that most CBDCs originate in innovative countries, and all these in- initiatives seek to offer a digital complement to cash rather than a direct replacement to it. In addition, proof of concepts are more than often not based on distributed ledger technology, further indicating the modernization of CBDCs. Okay. Next news, written by Will Heisman. Bitcoin is now harder to mine than ever. The difficulty of mining a Bitcoin block ramped up by 3.6% today, making it an all-time high for the network, but the adjustment doesn't, does put additional pressure on miners. While not the most significant leap in difficulty adjustment history, the 3.6% hike brought Bitcoin total's network difficulty to a record high of $17.56 trillion. The last time network difficulty came close to that figure was in July. Bitcoin mining difficulty is adjusted approximately every two weeks when blocks are being mined too quickly or too slowly, the difficulty adjusts to bring the speed back in check. An upward adjustment in Bitcoin mining difficulty is typically linked to a likewise increase in network hashing power, the amount of uh, computing power on the network. Indeed, on August 15th, Bitcoin hash rate has hit its record high of 136 exahashes per second after a brief slump in in the following week. The hash rate has recovered to around 120 exahashes. Apparently, thanks to the floods in China, a prime region for Bitcoin mining due to cheap hydroelectric power, and it's set to continue to break, breaking new highs. Bad news for retail Bitcoin miners. According to Thomas Heller, chief operating officer at Bitcoin mining firm Hasher8, the, what is, oh, that's a different word, uh, I'm, I'm a, Amalgamated, 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 hmm, interesting. The amalgamated rise of both hash rate and difficulty could spell trouble for less sophisticated miners. If, if difficulty and hash rate continue to rise, the old gen machines will struggle to keep mining. 
Heller explained, adding, the S9s is the most common machine still mining and it's still profitable at 3 cents per kilowatt power, which is available for hosts in China right now. However, after October, when the rainy season is over and hosting prices are 5 cents, then it's probably then it's probable that S9s will not be profitable at that price point. I didn't know S9s were still still mining. I thought those were long gone. Next news written by The Defiant. DeFi team accused of hoarding tokens and voting power. Hmm. A common theme in DeFi this year has been to increasingly decentralized governance, with teams giving up an increased share of control over the projects to their communities. The boom in governance tokens which are used to incentivize for traders to add liquidity to these protocols has accelerated the trend. But as this nascent ecosystem of decentralized governance systems evolves, with protocols holding hundreds of millions of dollars worth of digital assets, the idealistic quest for open and democratic systems is being tested. Will DeFi teams design systems and incentivize that allow allow for truly decentralization token distribution or will their projects tokens and voting power t- tend to concentrate in their own wallets curve finance and one inch are two examples of this question hmm let's see curve faces backlash for governance control the most recent DeFi drama shows all the lofty ideas of decentralized governance quickly come back to earth when there's there's real money at stake Curve Finance, the stablecoin-focused stable DEX at the heart of the yield farming last week, proposed that CRV holders who lock up their tokens in a voting escrow can multiply the rewards up to 2.5x starting August 28th. Okay. Yeah, but Curve's core team locked up their own tokens too, overpowering Y-Earns and every other token holder in, the voting es- in their voting escrow. They're effectively holding... Roughly 71% of the DAO's governance power at the time of writing. That's insane. That's insane. Fat finger mistake. Curve. Now, Curve is looking to reel back the action by encouraging more people to lock CRV into the DAO. Only 7% of the circulating supply is locked for governance, which means that if more token holders lock their tokens, Token governance could become more decentralized. The team, the team is also trying to leverage Discord polls as a soft vote to determine community to determine community sentiment for how Curve Team could vote with its token. Farm and dump. As any farmers know, the trend since launch has been to earn CRV at, and immediately sell at a profit. With this continuing to take hold. It will take a special kind of community members to take the risk of locking CRV for four years while the token sits at a fully diluted market cap of over $1 trillion. Yes, trillion. Alright, next news. Written by Robert Stevens. UK regulator wants crypto firms to share money laundering data. What? The UK's top financial regulator wants to force all cryptocurrency exchanges and wallet providers operating in the country to produce reports about potential money laundering. (laughs) 
In a policy proposal published today, the UK's Financial Conduct Authority said that it plans to extend the obligation to impose to imposes on firms to inform it about money laundering risk. The FCA stated requiring annual crime reports of financial institutions back in 2016. Under the new proposal, all crypto asset exchanges providers and custodian wallets providers must provide the FCA with a, with a report about their financial crime risk, inspective of their total annual revenue. You know, I'm for and against this. I think if you're using a centralized exchange, yeah, this should be highly acceptable. Using decentralized exchanges, no, not acceptable. And I think it's just it's just built that way as well. So it is what it is. Um, if you don't want to be traced, then use a decentralized exchange. Which which one do I have? Let me see. I don't. I forgot the name of it. Um, Bisk, B I S Q. Check that out. Next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Gnosis Safe now stores more than $1 billion in ETH and ERC-20s. Ethereum soft wallet, software wallet Gnosis Safe is now holding more than $1 billion in combined ETH and ERC-20 tokens for clients, according to the company. The Gnosis Safe Twitter account shared an image that claims just over $1.08 billion in, con- in combined assets, which Gnosis co-founder and product manager Stefan George explained is calculated by tracking the sum of all tokens in addition to ETH and using current pricing information provi- provided by Coin Paprika. Alright, next news written by Alexander Bechrens. Total value locks in Aave doubled in just two weeks. That's, I think, a good thing. Uh, DeFi Lending Protocol Aave is on a roll with new features and upcoming releases, including a flood of value into the protocol. Aave has seen the total value locked in DeFi smart contracts grow more than 170% to over $1.3 billion since the beginning of August, and more than doubled since August 10th, according to DeFi Pulse. Spurred on by the late July announcement of the Aavenomics protocol governance test net launch and more recent release of credit delegation features on the platform. The TVL increase coincides with a, ri- with, with a rise in price. The LEND token, valued just about $0.30 cents at the start of August, is currently trading at $0.69. Cents. The growth may suggest that DeFi protocols don't need liquidity mining, a feature Aave has yet to roll out to attract value and pump up protocol token prices and a- innovation is relevant to. Okay, alright. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Central banks are into digital currencies more than ever. Yes, I have noticed that. Central banks are talking all digital currencies in greater numbers than ever. And what's more, many even like the idea of making their own central bank digital currencies or CBDCs according to a report by the Bank for International Settlements published today. The days of the state world crypto edge ever nearer. Per the BIS's report, the number of speeches on digital currencies has ballooned over the past few years, and while central banks, governors, and board members used to be skeptical of the technology in their speeches, their tone has changed. Quote, In fact, there have now been more speeches with a positive than a negative stance, said the BIS, pointing to a sentiment analyst of all the speeches of 175 central banks. That's a recent development. Around mid-2018, there were roughly four negative speeches for every positive one. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a... Hey. 
buy your cryptos. Use my referral link down below. All right, next news. Last news, written by Jeff Benson. Welcome to Miami. Binance moves into Florida. Binance.us, the cryptocurrency exchange that first launched in the United States in September 2019, finally has the green light to sign up in sign up Flor, Flor, Floridians to its service. Binance.us says it is now fully registered as a regulated crypto and digital asset exchange, meaning Floridians can now buy, sell, and trade in the 40-plus digital currencies Binance.us supports. Florida, the third most popular state in the union, becomes the 38th state Binance.us supports with an estimated 17 million adults who can sign up for the service. Florida represents a potentially lucrative market for the exchange, which is still not open to customers in several other large states, namely New York and Texas. According to a press release, Binance.us CEO Catherine Coley, who grew up in Florida, has been looking for a way to bring the company she led into the Sunshine State. All right. Quote, growing up in Florida, it's especially rewarding to bring digital assets into the state where I love watching the Orlando Magics play and seeing space shuttles launch from Cape Canaveral. She said, it is truly a state of dreamers and doers. Florida customers will be able to register their account starting tomorrow, August 25th. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your crypto news of the day. If you haven't done so, I do have a few referral links, one for Gemini, one for Coinbase, and one for the Celsius network down below. If you need to unwrap your fiat into crypto, you can either use Gemini or uh, Coinbase. If you want to earn compounded interest each and every week with uh, like-kind tokens, you can use the Celsius network, which I have another link down below. Check that out. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.